Welcome everyone to a mysterious bowl of dude soup. We don't even know what's in it. So we're gonna figure this shit out. Adam, do you, you're just gonna twist that windscreen until it's nothing. Keep twisting it. I'm just. I like that's that. No, this is how you fix it. I like that he twists it. Twist to tighten. That's a, that's a thing that isn't okay. a thing. I'll just fix it real quick. Twist yeah, fix to tighten. <laughs> okay. Remember, I'm using I'm using your guys' method of fuck it, just put it there and see what happens. Yeah, just drape. Yeah, oh, okay. You, you gotta like hook it on the top. Gotcha. Because there are two options with this oh, thing. Boy. You either twist it or do nothing. It's yeah, all done now. It's working. Listen, it's all blown out now. <laughs> Want to collapse sync this shit? It's all oh, blown yeah. out. Ready? Oh yeah, we should have done that before I started. Ready? One, two, three. Whatever. Peek behind the curtain. <clears throat> That's a uh, director's commentary. Dude, you <laughs> could have just started over. Please start the podcast. Please yeah. start talking about video games. Fucking shit. Okay. I'm not gonna start over. Uh, we're starting. <laughs> First up, Fallout 4 news, so we can put Fallout 4 in the title, so people click on this video. Wait, so what are we talking about with Fallout 4? Uh, there's not going to be any platform-exclusive DLC. Because oh my gosh! Yeah, just so you guys know, the state of, the state of, like, game news. Here's our, our groundbreaking, gotcha, like, attention-grabbing, hot shit, uh, tits-out story. A game doesn't have a thing. A game doesn't have a thing. Somebody, gotcha. uh, somebody tweeted at Pete Hines over at Bethesda. Uh, I can't remember his title off the top of my head. VP of PR and Marketing at Bethesda mm -hmm. asked, DLC uh, will DLC come to Xbox One first, or will they release at about the same time? P-Dines replied, we aren't doing a DLC exclusive with anyone. Boom! <laughs> okay, so, news! Man. That's not news. Yeah. That is news! Well, because we, we went from fuck DLC to when am I getting my DLC? <laughs> That's it's true, like, right. They're like, well, let's see if the game's good yeah, first okay. before we decide to buy more things. So what did he? So basically, it's just he, not going to come out on a platform. Yeah, first. He, so everyone's like, just getting DLC at the same time. Yes, in the past, uh, presumably. That's great. Yeah. What yeah. are we upset about? There's not. I'll fight. I'll figure out something to be upset about. You just got to give me a second to warm up on this. Uh, in the past, you know, platform holders, Microsoft, Sony, have paid money to large publishers to get like two weeks of exclusivity for their dumb game. That's not how it works. So, so that you don't want to do that. How does it work? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're gonna no, get all this. No, you, He's not I, even talking into the mic, no. so the windscreen doesn't mean anything. <laughs> game game publishers yeah. look at a console that cares more about the gamers. Oh, sorry, yes. And they give them the DLC. It's almost like the Hunger Games, but with um <laughs> DLC? Trust. Well, I think right. it's more like uh the the console makers, Microsoft and Sony, uh fight over who loves gamers more. Mm -hmm. And the winner gets DLC early, yeah. and the loser Obviously doesn't care. So, enough. so like, uh, so Microsoft theoretically would go to Treyarch's office and say, "We really love our gamers. Like a lot. We love we video love games our gamers, too. and we want no. This isn't how we it want works. them no, no, to no, have about all the benefits of the world because they're like our children. No, Ooh, oh. return to Ganoon. It's about money. Good, good it's gap. about money. Oh, Microsoft says, oh, yeah. we'll give you like I don't know five so, million dollars towards the development of your game. If that. If yeah, exactly. If yeah. that." Uh, if you put the DLC on Xbox, you know, one month early, and they do that, and guess, and then money changes hands like a business normally does, and then the DLC is on the Xbox One. Like, no and shit, who cares? It's gonna go to the same place anyway. It's no wasted work. It's just kind of have a window, and everybody flips the fuck out. Yeah. So, yeah. and well. then you, you listener slash viewer, are probably wondering why would they do that? That's dumb. That doesn't make any sense. That's not worth any money. They do that so they can put it on all the marketing material. Mm -hmm. um, if you notice, like, Call of Duty slathers it all over their thing. Rather, the platform holder does. If uh, the platform holder is promoting the release of Call of Duty, they say, first on Xbox, or first on PlayStation 4, or whatever. Yeah. It's, um, it's a somewhat meaningless buzzword, but it works um, on, on the majority of the market. And I think it's kind of important to realize that. 
that for all the uh, for all the trolling you may do on game news websites and forums, talking endlessly about whether or not games are art, uh, there are probably subtle fifteen or twenty other people who play games that don't give a shit. They just see a commercial, they're like, oh, fuck yeah, Call of Duty, I gotta go buy that. Xbox? Okay, I've got one of those. Yeah. It said Xbox on it. And then they, they, they kick open the door at GameStop with <laughs> money in both fists, and they throw it down on the counter. They say, give me Xbox Call of Duty! And then they, that's one more unit sale. So, the question is... Holy shit. No, man, this is creepy. Um, I guess I'm playing Jotun, by the way. Jotun. I don't know what this game is. Jotun! Anyway, uh, the question is... Did Microsoft or Sony approach Bethesda, and did they just not offer them enough money? I'd follow you. My, so, I don't have the answer to that, but my guess is that Bethesda's like, we're rolling in yeah. money. Mm. Why would we do that? We don't care. Like, yeah. Why? Development's done. I actually think that's exactly mm. what it is, and I don't think they want to be beholden yeah. to either platform or mm. company. Because I, mean, I think we can, we can speak to the fact that just, like, sometimes it seems like it's worth it to take a paycheck for something that seems trivial, but when you're replying to the 20th email in a chain about something that shouldn't need discussing yeah. and it's taking time out of your day to just organize this thing but you understand that you've taken a check so there's some strings attached and you have to do this stuff yeah. suddenly it becomes a material drain on what you're trying to do so that's that's the situation that I can see is Bethesda was like there was a time when we could have used and needed this money but we just put a fallout shelter like yeah. we're getting crazy money for almost no work why would we why would we bother with Coordinating with Sony or Microsoft, who I'm sure they have great relationships with, and it wouldn't be that much effort, but still, it is effort. Well, yeah, they were talking about bringing mods and stuff to the oh, yeah, consoles, right. yeah. which would probably end up being more money because it might be microtransactions at that point. Yeah. So they're probably like, yeah, <clears throat> fuck DLC, whatever. That's yeah. just that's gravy. We're yeah. making our own platform, right? Yeah, now. We're, this thing's gonna make us hat money. Like, it's it's funny <laughs> too because I think the perception, the perception that they may be going for and they'll probably get is their heroes. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're yeah. heroes because they didn't succumb to the evil Microsoft or right. Sony overlords who want to split and divide the community up into the priority and the non-priority. But the truth is, now they're just big enough to be one of those. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah they're like, their own platform. Once now. you become the king, you don't have to do what the king says well, because I'm, you're the king. And that's what's so cool about that. Um, I think that honestly, I think Fallout and Bethesda realized that, uh, and I. Honestly, again, I've been saying this for a long time. They haven't made a misstep in terms of marketing this game. Yeah, you're right. Like they really haven't. Um, well, they've the only had three weeks to do it. The way that's, I, well, that makes it a lot simpler. I think. Yeah, no. exactly. They the don't way, have to drip. The way it was announced uh, with Fallout Shelter and with Todd Howard and with everything else, I, they've nailed it. And I think Pete Hines, whoever's behind this whole marketing campaign, it sounds like maybe Pete Hines is. Yeah. Uh, he probably was like, no, like you just said, like fuck that. We're not yeah. going to do Microsoft or PS. I don't want those brands all over our game. Like. Who right. gives a shit? You know, like let's put it all off for everybody. Then everybody will love us. Yeah. Because it's all out at the same time, and it doesn't look like we're you know the man. Yeah. Also, their form of marketing has been a mobile game that's been making them money. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's, we've been paying uh, Bethesda <coughs> to market to, the to game. market their game. <laughs> uh, I mean, they they are doing this perfectly. So and, and if the game comes out and it's like a perfect ten, it will probably be one of the highest selling games of all time. Whoa. Yeah, well, Bethesda said as much. They were like, Fallout 4 could probably outsell Skyrim, which is a pretty impressive thing because I think Skyrim was 35 million? Whoa. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious how the numbers work out for that because they never release Steam numbers. Yeah. And, and you know, Skyrim would go on sale for like a buck 50. And it's like, okay. Sure, so, yeah. So unit you sold does not equal revenue so cleanly yeah. once, you're, once you're three years in. Because, um, yeah, there was like a number of bundles for Skyrim, and then, yeah, all the, all the summer sales where it's 250. 
and you just like you sneeze and then you accidentally bought Skyrim. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty sure I, I bought it. I, like I, three I, that actually happened to me. <laughs> you clicked with like, oh, <laughs> oh man, now I got Skyrim. I got Skyrim. And again. then you tried to play it, and you're like, oh, is this Call of Duty? I don't know. What uh, what you guys were talking about is is something that both I think I think I and we have brought up a lot. Is, oh shit! I don't know. What Casting I'm some old lady spell. Lady um, spell. Was that? Uh, I think we're in the middle of the transition between games being products and games being services. Mm. Uh, like you know, and I, and I think there's a lot of unconscious pushback against the idea, which I don't entirely disagree with. I think it's very comfortable to go to the store, put down your sixty, and get a complete experience to not feel like you're missing out on anything. But that's not where that's not the motion in the ocean anymore. Um, it's more like you buy into a game that's kind of the start of the journey, mm -hmm. and then they intend for you to keep playing that for another two to three years and keep selling you content. So it's almost like a subscription model. I was gonna say Destiny's kind of the beginning Absolutely, of that, yeah. where it blends this line of like traditional MMO and uh, you know console shooter and. Castle oh, Castle I tried spell. to. It doesn't have it anymore. On the statue? Oh, I, oh, I only had two of them. Two. Ooh, gotta go I back. See. I'm learning the game as I play. I'm sorry. Back <laughs> okay. And I'm trying to talk about stuff. Yeah, no, but I, I know we bring up Destiny once a week and we get made fun of for it, but it's like. <laughs> At least we don't title the videos that way anymore. It's funny because I was just like, I was on Kotaku this morning, not that, you know, they're the barometer of what everyone's talking about, but like one of their top stories is like talking about a gun that people are trying to find in Destiny. It's like, you would think people would stop talking about that game by now, but like, I just played it last night. It's like, it's weird. Shut it, up. Stop well, talking about Destiny. It's a service though. That's the thing. It's yeah. like, it is a mobile game. I'm playing it like it's not that good. It's, it's, <laughs> it's broken, except for the shooting mechanics and everything. <laughs> Other than that, it's broken. Uh oh. Hmm. <laughs> You just keep going down, man. Okay. The yeah, there's some, there's some rocks yeah, down there. Path. Good there call. Go. Nice. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I'll make a couple predictions right now. Okay. <clears throat> Fallout 4 will be one of the highest selling games of all time. Let's say top 10. Top 10. What? Of mm. all of all time. It's going to outsell Nintendo games? In I the guess last... It, in, guess hold it, on. I'll let you, no, let him finish. Let no, finish. it's fine. It's in fine. the last, let, let's say, 10 years. Okay. In the last 10 years, it will be one of the highest selling games of all time. Um, so, like, meaning, like... Excluding Tetris and all those other like games that have been out for forty years. High selling, like not mobile games, right? So, um, right, yes, exactly. Like console slash PC games. Okay. Bruce, I think, you, I think you got a decent shot at that. Yeah. Um, Bruce isn't making the game. For for <laughs> we're running down. It's, Good luck, uh, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what you consider its competition because here here is the top ten: Tetris uh, on mobile, one hundred million. Wii Sports, which was a pack in, eighty two million. Yeah. Minecraft, seventy million across all its various platforms. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto 5, uh, 54 million. Super Mario Brothers, the original, also a pack in, 40 million. Mario Kart Wii, 36 million. Tetris again on the Game Boy, the original, 35 million. Wii Sports Resort, 32 million. New Super Mario Brothers, 30. Diablo, 30 million. Diablo 3, sorry. Really? Yeah, Diablo Holy 3. Holy shit. Yeah. Diablo 3 was a huge selling game. Yeah. And yeah. everybody bought it. Everyone in gamer circles kind of ignores that because it didn't launch perfectly. Well, as I say, everybody bought it and then didn't play it. That's uh, what I Shit, did. I'm still playing it. One, two, three. Yeah, yeah, when's, I the, am? when's the last time you played it? Uh, a month ago on Xbox One. All right, well that's not oh. still playing. I don't know. What? I went through the Reaper Souls thing. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It was it was fun to like replay the whole like campaign because you can breeze through that. How often you played Diablo three? Uh, Checking every night. It. Oh, I never bought it. Never bought it. So anyway, you gotta you gotta you gotta break thirty million unit sales to get in the top ten. So I thought you said Skyrim sold thirty five million. So uh, it must be lower than that. Must be. I thought it was something like that. Where are you? Oh, it says uh, twenty million. Twenty million for yeah. Skyrim. Sorry about that. No, that's all right. Um, so. I think it will outsell Skyrim. That, that, you know what? Fuck it. I'll say that. It, it will outsell okay. Skyrim. I think if they have mod support on console and it actually works, oh my gosh! I think absolutely it will outsell Skyrim. Well, I was gonna say sales of that matter, or sales at that point don't matter. Yeah, because 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can, you can sell five million units of it, and people will buy mods. So it's a uh, fountain money or money fountain. Money yeah, fountain. and it's uh, and it also allows Bethesda to kind of, kind of take the movie model of releasing games where they get multiple bites at it. Like they have their initial release, going to sell a lot. Then they have their ultimate edition that has the seasons passes of DLC packed in on the disc. That's going to sell a lot. And then maybe they can do like we talked about this before a. A, like best of mod collection where they have mods packed in on the disc. Yeah. And the only reason that's important is there's a lot of places in the world that don't have good internet. So say somebody buys Fallout 4 the year it comes out, they play it a lot. They go back to GameStop a year later and now there's this mod collection and they look on the back and there's like pictures of dragons and dinosaurs and Goku and Martha Stewart and like all these <laughs> weird things that people have patched in and like all these like custom campaigns and they're like, holy fuck, they buy it again. That's essentially another sale on the Fallout 4 SKU. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, and it's kind of the Destiny model where you're paying multiple times for more content for the same platform of a game. And mm -hmm. it's not really like more story content. Also, have they, have they announced anything about the model for the mods? Because I know they were trying to do the paid thing through Steam. Not yet. That, um, and all, really all, they said, all they have said, correct me if I'm wrong though, they said that uh, mods are coming yeah. to Xbox One and uh, I don't know if they even said PS4. All I remember is the Microsoft press conference. But they never said like, it's gonna cost money. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Like, they didn't just, say if it would be curated. Makes sense. So if, Microsoft's like, yeah, host your files on, you know, your copywritten. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, we can't wait for all the DMCA takedowns we're gonna get, <laughs> and we'll host those for free. So imagine this. Yeah, no. Uh, imagine Dragons. the only way. I, there, there's a couple of ways I can see that going. The the easy, sorry, not easy, but the direct way is that they get get people who made the mod to sign a, a release, and then they offer it for free on the console after they've screened it for copyright material. The other way is that they, they, they scan the PC market, they find promising content makers, they license that content from them, and basically sense. like either buy it outright or say we're licensing this for distribution on this other platform, they cut them a paycheck, say you made this content, we're going to license it from you, and then they resell it on other platforms. I'm excited for that to happen if it does, because if invariably there will be a mod maker who accepts a deal for $5,000 for their mod, Mod goes on to sell hundreds of millions on console, and then they get super pissed off, take Bethesda to court, lose spectacularly, make a YouTube video where they're crying about how much money they lost Jesus. and how evil Bethesda is. You can, you, man, You're it's jaded. Easy. It's easy to see this stuff a few years out. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I personally, I feel like it's not going to be very good, well executed. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be that clean. That would be the ideal version of that. Uh, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near that clean. I think it's going to be like, oh yeah, upload your stuff here, and then and you get a portion of it. And even though it's like everyone knows that they're going to put Goku in it, and it's going to be copyright shit, like no one's going to be prepared. And then it's going to be a clusterfuck, and then people are going to complain that their mod that they spent a lot of time on got pulled off for whatever reason, even though it was obviously copyright infringement or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and then, and then it's going to be this care. big Whoa. thing. Whoa. Shit. Sorry. So I died real cool. I, I think I think I think it's going to be a clusterfuck. I, uh, I don't think it's going to work out well. I don't think I think they're like, yeah, we got it, but I don't think they actually got I'm it. I'm kind of curious what it's going to be because I know like the more popular Skyrim mods were like the first is the script extender, and then yeah. there was like. The thing that fixed the UI. Sky UI, yep. Yeah, so it's like, it's gonna be strange when like the most popular mod for a game is like, here's a thing that fixes the thing that's broken with the game. Or not even broken, it's just like, here's a thing that makes aesthetically most people do not like. Yeah, it makes it's it better. Just, yeah, it's kind of strange, but like, I know Bethesda likes that stuff. They're yeah. always kind of like, hey, we, we like when people fix our stuff or change it or make it better. It was that mod that added a naked butt onto the back of all the septums. So you could spin the coin around and there's just this ass. That was my favorite. That was like, and the second week of Skyrim, it was like, yeah, there was like script extender, Sky UI, and then ass coin. Like, 
<laughs> I, I know we laugh at this stuff, but I, I still remember back when like the App Store first launched for the iPhone, and the number one thing was like the Fart app. Yes! Oh well, yeah, the Fart app. It was like, humans are I simple. I love that app. Humans are simple. We, we like to think we've evolved no. into a, a higher form. Christ, no. no, we're still just monkeys yeah. throwing shit at each we're other. Shakespeare play. It's all about burps, farts, and fucking. It's great. He's a, he's a laureate. <laughs> this uh, episode of Dude Soup is brought to you by... Hold on a second. Speaking of burps, burps, burps farts, and laureates. laureates uh, <laughs> this episode of Dude Soup is sponsored by Mac Weldon, purveyors of fine underwears and socks. Basically, if you've got bits, Mac Weldon wants to be around them and make them feel great for you. Uh, we were actually given a, a bit of a, a stipend to buy and try them out. Mine yeah. haven't arrived yet, but James... Oh, look at those socks! Oh, shit, those are pretty gnarly those are socks. socks. Those are nice. I look like a Joel. Hold on, you gotta see. Wait, it. no, you don't. Oh, you do look like Joel. I look like a Joel. You said a Joel, not the Joel. I'm wearing mine too. I can't oh, see them on camera. Can't see them on yeah. camera. Yeah. Hold on. No, you can't. Definitely can't see them. And then I'm also. I throw them up on the. Uh, I also. Oh boy. Oh jeez. Here we go. We do this once a year. Jesus Christ. Whoa, those are nice. Oh, why would you put it so close to the microphone? Yeah. Nice. Speaking of Shakespeare, Ugh. you got pink eye now. Uh, but yeah, it feels Gosh. real nice. It feels real nice in my butt. It feels like I'm wearing Spider-Man's underwear. Pull up your pants. Whoa. It has like a kind of like a mesh. Like it's not it's not fully synthetic, but it's also not like itchy, cottony kind of. I don't exactly know what it is, but uh, it feels like a superhero suit that wow. I'm wearing on on my <laughs> scrotum. <suit. laughs> so your your dick feels heroic. Yeah, I mean I it always kind of does. <laughs> But uh, but especially now, so, amazing, pretty comfortable. Man, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to wrap wrap those around my junk. And uh, and just so everyone knows, good underwear is hard to find. It truly is. Um, that's this is something that maybe maybe it's wisdom sinking in. But God, I just bought the cheapest underwear for so long, and it doesn't make sense because that's something you spend your entire day with. Well, no, the reason you did that is because you didn't have any money, and now yeah. you do. Where is that too? Yeah. yeah, and having a job is great. But yeah. underwear is kind of like you know they always say, oh, you should feel more comfortable Whoa. spending more money on a on a bed because yeah. you sleep in it every night. You're gonna wear your underwear probably more often than you're gonna wear your shirts and stuff. Like mm. most people have more shirts than they have pairs of underwear. So yep. sometimes the bed. <laughs> So let me uh, let me read some of the talking points provided by Mac Weldon. Uh, the legs of the underwear are designed to stay put, meaning you never have to shove your hands down your pants to adjust the legs of your underwear, which I appreciate. As a, putting on pants is always like a three-step process. You hike them up, you shove them back down. I do that all the time. All right, socks. Uh, the socks are one-size-fits-all socks. All socks say that, but we actually mean it with a cushion footbed and are guaranteed that will never slide down your leg. I gotta be honest though, Joel. I saw, I saw some sliding from Joel's leg there. Oh, I pushed him down this morning. Oh, Joel was being stylish. Uh, it's funny because Bruce is looking at socks and he goes, "Hey, where are the sock sizes?" And I said, "They're all one size." And he goes, "I have my doubts." And I went, "Well, I just bought a size. I have like a size 13 foot, and my sock fits on that. So we just need someone with a tiny foot to try it out and see if they fit as well." <laughs> tiny feet, Joel. Sure. Uh, all their products are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odors, mm -hmm. Bruce. I don't know um, what that means. We'll see they, about that. Yeah, they don't eliminate my orders. <laughs> uh, they want you to be comfortable, though, and if you don't like your first pair, just keep it. They still give you a refund, no questions asked. So, you know, if, you, if you're in the mood to be a dick, you can get a free pair of underwear. Uh, you know, just go after it. Uh, the, you can use promo code DUDESOUP for 20% off your order, which is actually fairly generous, I would say. So, yeah, fine products, uh, good, good protectors of junk comfort. 20% uh, off with code DUDESOUP. So thank you, Mac Weldon. Please go try them out. Uh, you know, what are we talking about? Dicks? Fallout. We're talking about Shakespeare. 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 We're talking about Fallout. It's, it's, it's weird because, uh, 
going back to the discussion we were talking about, uh, I feel like I feel like the paid mods thing with Valve was kind of like what Xbox was trying to do, where they were kind of looking into the future and trying things maybe before people were willing to take it. And the reaction was just negative for reasons that I can understand, but a lot of reasons I don't. Like Xbox wanted. Sounds like you were reading something. Sorry, no. I was like, sorry, sorry. Just my head. That was just Lawrence. Um, <laughs> reasons I don't. It's a, it's a bummer because I feel oh, like the Xbox ecosystem was essentially going to be like Steam, like absolute DRM, but oh, yeah, theoretically theoretically cultivating a very vibrant digital marketplace. Um, and then they had to roll back on that because everybody lost their minds. Uh, That's like we said they earlier. wanted to trade their games. Yeah. Uh, which I can understand, but, yeah. you know, that stuff could have come along. Give it two years, there might have been a digital trading marketplace. People can come up with that stuff on their own, whatever. Uh, so if Bethesda wants to do some kind of paid mod marketplace on console, like, what lessons do you think they've learned from watching Valve try it? Um, I, I think what happened, what you're explaining, is just, it's just taking longer. Mm. Microsoft jumped the gun. They tried to do it way too quick. Um, and you're seeing it now with other games, like, um, I'm... The first one that comes to the top of my head is um, Halo 5 with the way they're doing DLC. They're like, all maps are free. I think there's another game, too. We just talked about it, right? Rainbow Six? Yeah, Siege. Yeah, and they're just like, they're starting to figure out. Figure it out. They're like, they're like, Hearthstone made how much? You know, <laughs> selling, you know, a free game sold how many fucking copies? Or whatever, you know. Downloads. It's making $20 million yeah. a, a month or whatever on freaking DLC. Like, yeah, sell hats, dude. It's funny. Like, I don't know, they're, they're getting it now, so it's just taking longer. They just, they just tried it too quick. So what, what concerns me, slightly, I'm, I'm worried that, and I guess this is already happening to a degree, but yeah, everyone's seeing like, that model work. Like, oh, we just sell hats. But not every game can work that way. It's not yeah. possible. The only games that can do that are the most engaging, like, in-depth, biggest, most well-designed games ever made. Yeah. And like Hearthstone, sure, Fallout, sure, Grand Theft Auto, sure. Well, games with replayability. Yeah, but not every game can be that. I can't live in a world with like 80 Grand Theft Auto 5s coming out a year. I mean, I can. They just won't all make money because I don't think consumers have time to play them all. No. Yeah. Well, that actually but makes games better in general. That's, that's what competition is. I mean, that's, yeah, that's everything. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Yeah, there I know. isn't enough room for my laundromat on the street with all these other laundromats. Also, this other guy has a bunch of extra money that I don't have, so his laundry machines are better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're correct, sir. And that sucks. So you have, to, so you have to figure out how to do laundry a different way or more efficient. Yeah, like or get out of the laundry industry or mm. whatever. I mean, it's yeah. that that is life and it kind of sucks and you know, we've tried other methods as humans and it hasn't necessarily worked out very well. Yeah. Um Communism isn't exactly a roaring success. Yes, it is. You look at China. Oh, huh, I guys? forgot to ask the communists whether or not it's a roaring success. Oh, they can't talk to you right now. They don't have the internet. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's a kind of internet. Yeah. <laughs> they got their own. They got their own little. It's a kind just of. Just don't don't Google them and don't Google search anything that starts with T. It's just a good idea. <laughs> Only T, huh? All right. Well, that's the three T's. Um. So let's see here. What, <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, well, communism, well, Fallout, invisible hand. I'm, I'm trying to make more predictions about Fallout because, basically, like, it sounds to me like there isn't one person in the world that doesn't like Fallout Four. Mm. Um, <coughs> I've yeah, heard nobody complain. I think the best you can hope for is somebody's just like, yeah, I'll play it. That's I, me. I've I've heard people say I haven't played it. Well, well, that, yeah, that's that's like a, that's, the, I'm saying that's like the worst thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's not even a. That's yeah. not even a negative thing. Because, like, for me, like, <coughs> I don't really... I'm not really, Fuck like, it. dying for Fallout 4, like a lot of people are. For a lot of people, it's, like, the next game that they're all about. 
it's probably gonna be maybe I'll pick it up one of those like later on when I accidentally sneeze and buy it. That'll probably be my thing. But I, I don't. I've I've never been like, oh, I hate this game when I played Fallout Three or or I'm not uh, like I'm totally not into this. It's just like I don't just don't know that I have time for it. You yeah. Know? Like so I guess that is the harshest criticism that that most people I've ever come across have ever had about the game. Well, I mean probably. It- like at Christmas, you'll probably buy it, play through it, because you yeah, know, like, you'll have some time or whatever. Maybe. But I, th- I think that's exactly what Bethesda is trying to do, or they're trying to get to the people like you. Yeah. Which is like, they, he, I, like I'm sure they think a lot like we do, which is, you know, like yeah, we've got a lot of people playing and playing our game, but why why isn't everybody playing our game? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's a perfect example of why yes. they didn't do platform exclusive DLC. Because if you do that, you're immediately excluding yeah. half the consoles. So when you don't do that then you get everybody excited about the game and everybody can buy it whenever they want. So I think their attitude so far has worked very well. Um, and if they just keep on going with uh, with their plan, then they should be fine. So I figured out this game. It's Dark Souls. Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's only Dark Souls. It's time to tax. Yeah, so uh, <coughs> I guess for those listening, we're playing this game. What's it called? What's this called? Jotun. 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 I'm, I'm really digging it's it now. It's not really open world, though. The art level style scene. is... Hard. Well, I'm just saying, like, so it's it, the combat-wise, it's like kind of hard. You have your hit, strong, hit and roll away. yeah. There's no, no, so that's your heal. That's basically your Estus flask. Okay. Yeah, I figured that out. And you only get two heals, so and then the game's like it's mostly rolling and dodging attacks. Like it's like a simplified Dark Souls. It's pretty cool. Neat. Anyway, I, I video games. Yeah. This well, it's kind of fun. So, uh, I guess what I was hinting at is I was concerned that the unparalleled success of, of games that operate like services would preclude games like this from ever being made, which are kind of more traditional single-player experiences. But, uh, you know... The market's large enough. I was going to say, say, that's the thing about video games. Is like nothing, is, platform, nothing is ever so absolute. I think we've yeah. talked about this before. Like The film Star Wars was almost not made because uh, of the film Chinatown. Oh, yeah. oh, because right, Chinatown yeah. was popular, and studios were like, people want dark, dreary, sad shit. And, like, I, I mean, look, Chinatown is a great film, and it is remembered fondly. They don't have a convention dedicated to Chinatown. <laughs> you know? Yes, they do. I mean, uh, Disney Chinacon. Di- Chinacon, yeah. Chinacon, yeah. <laughs> and that's for, some, that's oh, for somebody that's else, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't go to that one. No, yeah. no. You also can't use Google. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that, like, uh, with games, you could make that sort of risk where, like, everyone's making a first-person shooter. It's almost more expected that, like, a stranger, you know, like, indie title will come out because people just get so bored so quickly, mm-hmm. and they want something different. With films, it's sort of like... There were gatekeepers, and it was a lot harder to make stuff. I'm not saying game development is easy. Uh, other blogs tend to disagree, but um, <laughs> what I, is wrong with games, Adam? No, there's a lot, but I'm not going to go into it because I don't make them and I can't speak on their behalf. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying what I love about the video game industry is that it's varied and it's different, and that change comes a lot quicker than they would with something, say, like films, where you really don't have a lot of control of like the sorts of things that are come out, you know, that that are yeah. going to be coming out. Well, like a game like this probably doesn't need to sell twenty million copies yeah. to be considered a success. You know, like oh, you gotta make the you gotta make the yeah, you gotta connect. Thing. Oh wait, I did it wrong already. Ooh, ooh, you, ooh, ooh you keep running into that though. Oh, I think you got it. I think that's it. Well, I did that on accident. Uh, nice, I don't... squirrel. <laughs> oh, run a tasker. <laughs> oh yeah, smite gods up in. Okay. I only know Norse mythology because of Smite. <laughs> There's a lot. I, I know like Greek mythology and Roman mythology and stuff like that, but Norse mythology, mm. I only know because of Smite. Um, I was gonna say too, going back to the other thing we're talking about with Bethesda and like um, we're talking about the pay DLC and like the deals that like uh, uh, studios do. Um, something interesting like that happened over the weekend. Uh, Bruce and I were in Austin, 
I was uh, I was hanging out with don't, what? Don't hit the, it. Well, look you at gotta it first. wait until it shows you the constellation. Look at the constellation. I did it. I'm smart. I think you did actually. Yeah. How do you keep getting lucky? Or maybe it's game design. Maybe they show you the uh, first one first. It's maybe just, they maybe they knew. They assume you're retarded. No, and will immediately. It. I think it. I actually got it wrong. You didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. you got it. But you, you can undo it, it. Check it out. Oh, fucker. Oh, you um, can undo it. All right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be able to? That's game design. It's not I know things. Uh, anyway, I was over at Blaine's and we were talking about Battlefront. Oh, yeah. And he was saying how... Oh, hold yourself in there. Uh, huh. Oh, damn it. <laughs> and he said he was getting it on PS4. He asked, he's like, hey, what are you guys all getting it on? And I'm like, well, probably PC, because we all typically play on PC, and it's, you know, in our opinion, it's like the better platform, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so he was like, dang it, well, I want to get on PS4. I'm like, why? He's like, well, A, I have a PS4, and, you know, console, or, uh, PC's expensive. But also, like, all the gameplay they keep showing, it's always, uh, it's always says on PS4. I'm like, you fell for the marketing. Like, that's kind like, of, that's cute. It's everywhere. Like a, it's Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Yeah, but like all the, all the gameplay they keep showing is always like, played on, on, a, played on a PS4. And so everyone goes, yeah, it must be really good on PS4. It's probably going to be about the same yeah. on both. Yeah. Uh, so PS4 is going to be better because it's a better console. It, 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 sure, <laughs> I mean. Also, like, and they care about their fans more. Yeah, yeah. It'll, be, yeah. it'll be best on PC, it turns out. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you can't afford a PC, then I, yeah, I guess the PS4 version will be better. But like, at that point, I don't know. It's like. It's comparing a Prius to a Civic, you know, you're like, I always use the car analogy, but it's like, I love it. Yeah, you're like, cool, your, your affordable Japanese car is slightly different than this affordable Japanese car. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> you know, the, PC will be able to I drive an Accord, so I have no wall horse hack. in this race. No, it's going to be great. Anyway. Can't wait to wall hack. I think it's, I think it's the other one there, Adam. Uh, Oops. Oh, I'm sorry. No, not that one. I'm half paying attention. Up, up to the right there? Yeah. Yeah, nail that one. Boom. Watch out. Hoo-yah. I think I turned it yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that, I mean that's that's kind of a personal tale of marketing working, and companies pay money for that, and it and it works. Like they did. Please just trust that these guys know what they're doing, and they wouldn't pay money for something unless it worked, and they have the data to say it works. So they're not idiots. They don't like companies don't buy DLC exclusivity to fuck you over. They buy it because it works, and it's a marketing tool. Yeah. That that said, though, I mean there are companies that screw up marketing all the time. Oh sure. Like, and, and they don't know who they're marketing to or how they're marketing to certain fans. Or th- sure. There's a lot of that. Yeah. And a lot of those companies, though, don't last as long as some of these other companies. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Bethesda's been around for 25 yeah. years, yeah. 20 years. You're absolutely right. Oh, wrong. What are you doing? Is that what the wrong doing, Adam? No. Sure. No, just I'm look positive. at it. Yeah. Okay. To the right. He's got, it's like, you know, oh, Royal Tenenbaums, that Bill Murray has that kid that he experiments on <laughs> oh. who, like, can't see the color red and has really good hearing, but he also has no death perception. <laughs> and he can't figure out shapes. That's what Adam's doing right now. Kind of. Ooh, that, now the puzzle's getting hard. It's all zoomed in. It'll zoom out. What? I don't know. I think you gotta look. I think you gotta look yeah, and remember. Yeah, Wait. Look. God damn it. They're Dark Souls in you. They're Dark Souls in you. <sighs> Actually, Dark Souls doesn't have any puzzles. No, it doesn't. So it's weird. Uh, hmm. It was out of nowhere. I was playing Resident Evil again over the weekend. Naturally, Good game, but geez. As one is inclined to do. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, Resident Evil? The remake. The HD remake. Oh. Oof. I didn't know that was man. So I don't. I don't have time, time. to I go I had play. This play. Yeah, I had, I'm just now playing Batman. I had two hours, so I was like, oh, I I'll play this Batman. again. Wow, it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. It's a fun game. Uh, but anyway, it, it's amusing to me how like uh, it's no it's no secret, but the Dark Souls thing is not new. Uh, a lot of games are like that. Resident Evil is like that. You're but I discovered mansion. it now. Yeah, basically. So go play old Resident Evil if you like. Uh, if you like Dark Souls, we'll uh, do. <laughs> On my way. According according Bruce, to slow some, slow down. We have to finish the podcast first. According to some, uh, ooh, got a new power. Neat. Uh, Resident Is Evil that Four Vulcan? was. What's that? 
That's well, Mjolnir. Come on. Well, no, the that, Mjolnir's the hammer. That's Thor. But yeah, Mjolnir is that armor worn by the Spartans, idiots, from Halo. What's the next topic? Uh, <laughs> well, I guess speaking on the the times they are changing, Sony said that they're not going to make a handheld again, or rather, not now. They said the the climate is not favorable. Yeah. Um, I gave my veto away. Yeah. <laughs> it was unnecessary. I got a PlayStation TV, and now there's that sweet hack where you can like. Play games that were t were turned off by so the touchscreen. So here's what we goddamn need. Okay. We just need little things that allow, our t allow us to take our games on the go, right? Like a Vita? Like the the like well, kind of like a Vita. More so, it would make sense if I had a 3DS and I could play games on my 3DS while I'm sitting on the bus. By the way, I'm never on a fucking bus. But if I were on a bus, on your motorcycle, uh, I could play the 3DS <laughs> and then I would take that game and. Probably through cloud saving or whatever, sure, I would then be able to take the console, like mm -hmm. take the Wii U, and then continue that game on the Wii U. They have that. It's the exact same thing. No, they, they don't. That. Yes, they do. Uh, the Vita can play your. You can oh play well, yeah, the Vita Four. Yeah, very small amount. Yeah, yeah. Remotely, yeah. Have you For ever streaming. tried playing a game remotely on the Vita? Oh, it's terrible. No, it's one of the hardest things in the world. Well, what I'm saying is they're doing that. Yeah, so they're on the way. They're on the way right now, and, they, and you right can do it. Oop. It's not very good. There you go. But they have that. Uh, I think you wanted it with Nintendo, it sounds like. Well, I'm just saying huh. Nintendo is the perfect platform because oh, they absolutely. have a unique yeah. handheld device, yeah. but for some reason that device is not unique anymore because they designed their console to mimic it, but then we still can't play those other games. And why not? I don't get I, it. I just, we're not there yet, honestly. No, we are. We are. We are. Well, they're just choosing not to be actually, there We are, actually, yeah. Like, oh. and Adam, this is... I mean, you bring that up a lot. You can do that with your phone now. You can take it, you can play a game on it. When you get home, you can Chromecast it to your TV, put it down, Bluetooth connect a sure. controller to it, and keep playing. Yeah, I think that the what James talking about, though, is the Streaming. kinds of games he wants to play. Yeah. Like, I want to take Phantom Pain, which is running on, you know, a GTX uh -huh. 980, and take it with me on this uh, non-existent bus thing. Um, that's not going to happen yet, but we're going to get there one day. The problem is the input is just... Yeah. It, like, they tried it with the Vita... But it's the dumbest thing in the world because they're like, okay, we have it's basically the PlayStation controller, basically, uh, except there's touch pads on the back and the bumpers on that gray and the nubs kind of suck and you can't push them in. So to make up for that, you have to do like weird button combos to simulate these other buttons that are missing. When you in you know reality, it's like just make the PS4 controller work with the Vita. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, why why are they trying to create two independent? Devices so that they, they can should, sell so that they can sell two oh, devices. Oh. Yeah, I know, but they can still sell two devices if they just right. made it exactly the same. But now it means that now I can take this device on the go. So yeah. theoretically, I'm buying a PlayStation Four twice because it's going it's on the go now. It's not quite the right way though because you want to be able to play the same game on both devices, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, okay, yeah. So the problem is is that then they don't sell two games; they sell one. Mm. So burn. Uh, and the re the reason the reason is, and this is something that I learned when I was reviewing technology a lot. Was that because I was always like, why don't they just fucking combine everything? Like it doesn't make any sense to me. And whether I'm, I don't know if I came to this conclusion or my dad told me, but um, it was one of those things where I was like, holy <laughs> shit, they got to sell a bunch of different things to make up for all of. For, they can't just sell you one device because then basically that that makes their profit smaller. Yeah. So they can't do that. Samsung makes a shitload of money because they sell a ton of different devices that all do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a weird it's a weird well, it's also like an, market like a, we're in. Well, like an app creator, I, I I put so much money into my old iPhone and my iPad. I bought so many stupid apps, and then I switched to Android. I didn't once say to myself like, uh, "Hey, I already bought your app. Um, how about you give it to me free now?" And they're like, "No." Like, just because I bought Vice City on my iPad doesn't mean I'm going to get it on my Android tablet. Right. It's that's just how it works. I don't know. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, it does, and they need to make money.
Yeah. Um, they make, I mean, that's how they make money right now. Yeah. So. Well, as things are turning more and more into platforms, yeah. like Destiny, this is what we should hope for. I, I agree. I agree. I totally. Because I absolutely it's like, agree. Sure. Then it's like, okay, well, I, I bought into the Destiny platform. Everything I do goes up into the cloud to save it anyway. Like, so it doesn't even really matter. And so now, just let me pick it up wherever I want to. I 100% agree. And like PlayStation 4 was trying it. The Nvidia Shield tablet was trying it um, because like you could stream from your your computer to your Shield tablet mm -hmm. like at home, things like that. You can do it all locally. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, we're still 10 years away. Like 10, maybe 15 before it is this instant connectivity that you want. I mean, who knows even then? Depends how bad the internet is. And there, there are shades of that that exist now. Like, I, I buy a game on the Google Play Store. I can play it on my phone. I can yeah. play it on an Android tablet. Yeah. And if it supports cloud saves, you can move back and forth. Sure. I mean, granted, it's not, it's not the like AAA experience on down to the mobile experience on this, this peasant bus or whatever. But it's bus. we're starting to get there, and I you think just in call a, it a bus. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Jeez, I used to think the bus a lot. Yeah, I did too. I yeah. actually miss it in a way. It's like, yeah, especially with a phone, you have basically have the world's media in the palm of your hand, and I, then you just have thirty minutes. It's like do whatever you want. Yeah, I, I used know. to do the uh, the metro ride, and I'd watch movies twenty minutes at a time. Oh, that's and right. Bruce would always mock me. Well, yeah, because that's not that's the way it. movies are meant to be. No, watched. that's how Steven Spielberg intended for yeah. you to watch War Horse. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> it is a weird thing. I remember, I remember that David Lynch thing where he was really mad at the iPhone because he saw that people were going to be watching it, and they're like, no, you should be watching films in a theater. It's like, well, hey, fucker, don't tell yeah. me how to watch stuff. Have fun fighting that one. And way. I like David Lynch. I like his stuff He's a lot, a and I respect filmmaker. him. Yeah, he I is mean, a filmmaker, he yes. That turns out what I mean. He but makes at the movies same, for the movie theater. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, look, I've seen Mulholland Drive three times. Like, <laughs> if I want to rewatch it... <laughs> Shut up, David Lynch. I've seen your movie three times. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just Did saying... you know better than me? What? No, no, no. I'm saying I've had the theater experience. I've had the home experience. and like. I already know how the movie plays out. I know how it sounds like. I just want to watch an entertaining movie, and I'm stuck in the situation. So in David Lynch's world, is like, if you're stuck on a plane, and you have Mulholland Drive on your phone, don't watch it because it's wrong. Because yeah, headphones are incorrect. Well, here's the problem. If you go and watch, let's say you watch War Horse for the first time yeah. on your phone sure. 20 minutes at a time. And you go, you know what? That wasn't so good. Didn't care for it. I didn't really like it because well, I couldn't follow it. I couldn't follow what? it. No. The sound is all weird. <laughs> As, <laughs> It turns out you weren't watching it the right way. I, I would never be. <laughs> I, I would never be that like dumb swapping, enough to say that. But it was, <laughs> well, no, but th that's one of those things that you have to actually take into account. It'd be like if you tried to play a game with a different controller. Well, if you're like, I played a PlayStation well, game the, with an Xbox. But controller. the difference is, the difference is when I was watching movies like that, I was actually enjoying them more because I was like, you have you have my attention for 20 minutes. I. ADD has kicked in tenfold with everything being on demand and being, you know, YouTube videos. You know what it kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of when we were talking about Arkham Knight and all the issues with it. It's like, why is this happening on my PC? And it's like, because your PC is a combination of components that no one could possibly ever have predicted. You know, like, that's, that's what David Lynch is saying. He's like, he's like, well, I designed mine for, like... This theater experience because that was a standardized thing for the most part. Right. Sure. And, but Adam's watching it on this phone. <laughs> I don't like these little. I like Mulholland Drive. Didn't care for it. I like Mulholland Drive. The was bad. I'm saying I every was 20 minutes the movie stopped and then it didn't come back on again for another three the, days. The problem is you guys are assuming that I didn't like films. No, no, no. I was watching more movies when I had time to watch them like that. We're not assuming anything. David Lynch. Is. <laughs> yeah, well, it turns out we're not. Assuming. He's an angry old man. Well, he's definitely an angry old man. Yeah, and it's one of those things that again, this is what he's dedicated his life to, and you're like, fuck you, David Lynch. Yeah. I want to watch your movie however fuck I want, even if it's really shitty. And it sucks. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think I can see Adam's point. Like, at, at some point, you can't tell the audience what to do. You have to follow them where they go. The oh, picture absolutely. is all small. Yeah. No, no. Uh, this, I mean, we'll bring it back to game development. This yeah. is back when uh, fucking Jonathan Blow saw Soja Boy playing... Uh, 
braid and being like, just like terrible. and playing it wrong. Just and he terrible. was like, and he's just like, he's doing it wrong. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? When you create something that people can find entertainment in, you can't tell them how to enjoy it. That's true. I'm sorry. Like that's just especially with an interactive thing like movies. I can kind of see if you're uh, so. Let's take it to the other extreme. If you're a painter. I think you have the right to say, I want this kind of frame, I want it lit yeah, in this way, absolutely. I want I want the gallery to be at this <laughs> temperature. That's the way art is. I mean, like, of course it's, it, that's, that, the problem is, is that, you're right, you cannot tell them how to enjoy it. However, there are better ways to enjoy it. So if you want to enjoy a movie, you should probably watch it two hours in the theater, typically. Like, for I, example, Transformers I, 4. No. Transformers, no, that's true. Transformers 4 was would, be, awesome. would be fucking garbage if I sat at home or watched it on an iPhone for three and a half hours. I, I'd be like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. The problem is you're missing an entire dimension of the movie, which is the giant explosions the and sound third effects. dimension. It's the creator's intention. So, like, I mean, it's, it's foolish to say that you know better <laughs> what's better for... Transformers 4 or Mulholland Drive. No, but I know it's better for me. Right? And so... I I mean, I... It was only more convenient for you. It wasn't better for you. uh, I I mean, look, honestly, like, I lose attention quickly. And, like, I need... Like, uh, 20-minute chunks is kind of a good way for me to watch films. Because, like, sometimes I tune out and I miss stuff. And I'm just like... Transformers 4, like, demands a lot. There's a lot of things moving. And... Yeah, even when nothing's moving. I mean, the cameras. Just I had, moving, yeah. I had nowhere to go in that like theater, and that was the only reason why I could pay attention to that film. That's exactly As why. That is exactly why you watch movies in the theater. I, why Michael Bay's design? I don't know, but I mean, to say like like this film is better in the theater, it's like, well, no, because we all went and saw Age of Ultron, and the kid crawling on his fucking dad the whole movie wasn't a better experience for me because he kept moving and he kept getting in my way, and then people are eating popcorn. And the homeless made. man pissing on himself in the seat next to you. <laughs> I was going to say David Lynch can't control whether or not there's a child next to you. So okay. I mean, like, again, there's there are there are ways to watch movies that are better. Uh, and I think that we should probably I, all concede. I, I don't. I mean, uh, here's a perfect you, example. You buy a whole theater, theater maybe. I, I watched Winter Soldier uh, on Saturday or Sunday or something. Mm-hmm. I watched I watched Winter Soldier again. Awesome movie, movie theater. By the way, it's great. Well, of course, it's great. Um, but where well, did not you see of it? Of course, it's yeah. not. It's not necessarily in a pile of great movies. It's in a no, pile no, of okay the movies. movies the movie, it's really great. Came, I want to count. It's fucking um, awesome. But. I still had to do that motherfucking thing on my TV with a pretty okay sound system where I had to make the fucking dialogue, put the yeah. volume up for the dialogue, yeah. and then action starts, I have to go down with that, which is not yeah. something you ever have to do in theaters. Turn on your volume equalization because they cannot predict yeah. what, like, even though I have pretty good stuff at home, they can't predict that. And so their mix is just a mix. They can't um, have 25 different sound mixes for whether or not you have a small living room or a big living room or whatever. And so, like, that's not something I would have had to... I did have to deal with when I saw it the first time. Red Tasker! Yeah, you know where I've never had a bad sound mix? Headphones. Always sounds great. Yeah, that's absolutely bullshit. I have literally... It took me... I had to buy a new pair of headphones just to watch V for Vendetta on my mobile device. (laughs) Because I couldn't hear anything anyone was saying. Got a bad torrent. Jesus. No. It it turns out David Lynch didn't mix his movie for headphones, but he mixed it for... Or BitTorrent. Or BitTorrent. Well, I, I think, how could he? <laughs> how could he have predicted the compression? I don't know, every, every yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just saying every movie I ever watched on like a mobile device was always fine. Like, and That's if I needed problem, if though. I needed to adjust the volume, good. I didn't need. It's, the problem it's is fine. It's not good. It, it's, it's just so funny that you guys are telling like, me that I'm not enjoying things the right way. No, no, no. We're not saying that. We're saying that the uh, way you're watching it may affect your actual opinion of it. Yes, I think he understands that. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean. 
Okay. For him, it just happens to affect it for the. If better, I was getting I a blowjob during every film that he, I watch, I'd be like, "That was a pretty good." You know, I didn't care for the story, but overall, I felt Rwanda. good. No, well, I think it'd be. I don't know. For you though, you get distracted easily. So what you if you watch Saw? Why you take a twenty-minute break? <laughs> what if you're watching Antichrist while you're getting a blowsy? That'd be weird. <laughs> I tried sitting through Antichrist. I did watch the whole thing, and I didn't. I care watched for Skin it. Trade, the blockbuster film starring Michael Jai White, Tony Jaa, and Dolph Lundgren. Oh. On the other screen of my monitor while I was playing Final Fantasy XIV. I'm on sure the it was screen. great. As the director intended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I know Actually, that was great. That director probably intended it. That I, yeah, he did. Because guess what? There's a whole lot of bullshit, and then they start fighting, and I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on? Yeah. And then I watch them beat the fuck out of each other, and then I go back to playing the game because I don't care about the story. Yeah. Guess what? It's about the skin trade. The title tells you everything about the plot already. One of the cops is a bad cop. I won't spoil who. Oh, cool. But if you love convenience <laughs> no. and attending live events, because there's no other way to appreciate those yet until VR. Uh, shows up, you should investigate this podcast sponsor, SeatGeek. Uh, it's an app that lets you buy tickets to basically any live event. Um, it aggregates them from multiple services, so you don't have to search around, so they say. Mm. Um, and if you store your credit card information on file, you can buy a ticket to any event in two taps. That's what they say. Wow. So basically, the way it sounds like is it's, it's for getting tickets quickly for events that just open up, or if you're just kind of an impromptu like sports viewer, music goer, Whatever people buy tickets to, I don't know, I don't get out of the house much, but you can just open <laughs> just up your phone and back back. I just brought up a, a live, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want people to meet us there, but that... Well, Adam, you I can buy tickets group. through SeatGeek. I might. Um, so, let's see here. They have this great feature called Deal Score, which is kind of interesting. Uh, essentially, it ranks every ticket based on the market value and by how good of a seat it is, hmm. and then like grade hmm. it, grades it from like red cool, to green. Actually. So they'll give you like it sounds like they give you a map of t of like all the seats available. Like the venue and stuff yeah, like and we'll like highlight them and like this is a really good deal for where it is and things like that. So you can just click That's through cool. and buy it. What's it called? Um, SeatGeek. Seat I'm gonna uh, that right now. Yeah. Uh, so SeatGeeks, they say SeatGeeks mobile app makes buying, uh, makes the ticket buying process seamless and easy. No more typing squiggly letters you can't read into a box like other sites make you do. So no captcha. Uh, on SeatGeek, you can store your credit card info. Once you find a ticket you want to buy, you can complete the purchase in just two click quick taps. There's no faster way to buy tickets. So to redeem your promo code and save $20 on a ticket order, mm. uh, download the free SeatGeek app today and enter promo code DUDE in the app. SeatGeek will then send you $20 once you've made your first SeatGeek purchase. Every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is back to a 100% guarantee. So please download the free SeatGeek app and enter promo code DUDE, D-U-D-E, today. Hey, that uh, show I mentioned is only 15 bucks. Ah, look at that. You, you and I are going for free. So we're gonna make money like you do on your phone. Whoa. You download. So just to, just to be clear, you download the app. You make one purchase with the promo code, and then you get your credit. So it's not it, free money. Not free money. But it's it's credit towards money. But it is free money. So get your free money today <laughs> and download the SeatGeek app. Thank you for your sponsorship, SeatGeek. That actually sounds really cool. Yeah, uh, now that now that I have a, a girlfriend who likes to go outside under the sun, um, I'm finding myself <laughs> buying tickets to things more often. A girlfriend who is not a pillow. Ugh. I almost, I'm working on something. that. Can I tell you guys about something Please that do. Uh, I didn't go to? Um, PillowCon? But sounded hilarious when Elise uh, told me about it. Yeah. Apparently, I guess it was either this weekend or last weekend. I don't remember. It Bird was uh, Bilbo Baggins' 100th birthday celebration at Griffith Park. Yeah, I saw that. 
She she found out about it, and she was like, she was like, maybe we should go to Bilbo Baggins's. She loves Lord of the Rings movies. Wait, how do they know? It's just no, it's just a celebration. It's just it's just like yay, we're going to celebrate Bilbo Baggins's hundredth birthday and try and recreate that sequence from the. That's the wrong one. It's his eleventy first. Hundred eleventy first. One one one. No, whatever. It's eleventy first. They never they never read the books. Whatever. Maybe maybe I'm probably getting it wrong more likely than they are. Fuck. Either way, shot into space. Wait. You can just glitch. Let's go ahead. Either way, uh, mm. I thought it was hilarious that it was happening, and oh. then we didn't end up going, but a friend, uh, a friend of ours, did go, and was like, "It is the saddest thing I've ever <laughs> oh, seen." Oh no! It's just a lot of blankets. Bil- Bilbocon was bad. Yeah. Bilbocon. Thanks said Dildocon. That sounds exciting. Yeah, that would have been better. Oh, fuck off, bird. Speaking of Dildocon, apparently Joel saw some bronzed asses over the weekend. Yeah, bud. Bronze oh, asses. What are you about? This is okay. So we actually got a lot of mileage out of talking about DLC, which thank God because. Oh, uh, the other the other conversation topics is Joel saw some butts. Uh, hmm? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that needs any more. Okay. Okay. Discussion. Ooh, I mean, well. I believe you. Yeah. Uh, just no one came away. Rockstar has some job listings about an open world something game. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that they said um, Red Dead's never coming to PC. Yeah, I saw that too. Get over it. Yeah, I know. It <laughs> sucks actually. Just stop asking. Yeah. 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 I feel like offer code dude applied to my account. There nice. we go. There. Well, see. See that? It's kind of cool. A, uh, I don't know if you re- mentioned this in the ad read. We don't have to stick with this longer than you want to. But uh, when I was d- downloading it just now, it was asked it asked to connect to like my Spotify and my Google Music, so that way it could keep track oh, of those artists yeah. and let me know <laughs> if they're going to be performing are nearby. Cool. Google now does that. I, I use Google Play Music, and if I listen to a band yeah. enough and they tour in the area, Google now will be like, "Hey, you listen to these guys? They're playing at this." Playing at this venue, you I want like, to buy some tickets? I like Google yelling at you. Hey, hey, hey come on, buy tickets! Yeah, these guys, or whatever. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, what else we got? You guys saw Laser Team again? We did. We did see Laser Team. We saw more or less the final the version. Yeah, it's, Team. Cl- it's close to the final version. Though I remember uh, afterwards, after we saw it, Jack uh, from Achievement Hunter was like, I think some of the music was still temp. Well, and, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, so I don't think it was finished, finished, but like... Um, still using the Star Wars soundtrack? Uh, I think it was Ghostbusters? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Ghostbusters <laughs> was at some point. We, yeah. saw, we saw a really rough edit a long time ago that had a lot But of it was like this really obscure Ghostbuster yeah, song, and like, out. Jeff was making fun of, uh, Jack for knowing it. <laughs> that sounds like Achievement Hunter. <laughs> yeah, they're fun. <laughs> they're fun guys. Uh, I guess rounding out the conversation topics. I played fun video games. Oh boy. What? Soma's Go really ahead. good. You talk. Oh yeah. Undertale's yeah, Selma. Good. I'm playing Soma as well, but Lawrence, you were talking Selma. Y- yesterday you were talking a lot about Soma to Matt Peak. Yeah. You're kind of giving him a rundown and I was like, "Jesus Christ, you're just fucking explaining the whole thing." And I, at a certain point I put no. headphones on and then just hit play on a video the only video I had open, which was <laughs> a, a promo walkthrough. It was a promo for uh, <laughs> Cold Steel. Oh. <laughs> So it was just a bunch of overweight men stabbing oh, things man, with knives. But they just turned oh. the volume up because Lawrence was like, oh, nah, nah. "Did you, Bruce? Did you go to that subreddit? I put in the, I put in the. Oh, Mall Ninjas. I sent out Mall Ninja no. shit. Oh man, I found the best subreddit uh, okay. at the airport. What is uh, it called? Mall Ninja shit. Mall Ninja shit. And it's just like you ever go to the mall and you find like, uh, I don't know, it's like it's Ooh. like a. a a sword with a knife on it, or like a gun with a sword, or like oh. it's like six blades, like <laughs> nothing you would ever knife. need. A, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's nothing but that, and the people who think they're cool that own it, and it's just it's very, very sarcastic and very funny. That sounds awesome. It's pretty amazing. I, I Fight will, me, bird. I will go to Mall Ninja oh, shit. Duck. I don't know oh why you keep God. running at the bird. I don't you, know how you, you hit it. You can only dodge above it. Yeah, I was trying to turn on the lightning so that he would oh, grab yeah. me, and then I'm like, I'll shock the bird because no, fuck the bird. Not. Nope, didn't work. <laughs> I will shock the bird. 
Anyway, Soma's cool. Soma's good, and there's another play one, it. right? Undertale. I can't. So I. I can't play the scary games. Like, yeah, or I can't play it by myself. I need so a friend. We should, not. It's not jump scary, but it is very intense. We should be doing Adam's gameplays. Scary. Yeah, we need to make Adam play Soma. Yeah, we should be doing gameplays. He's gonna get so spooked. Because I also get scared. It's really slow, though. It's very really slow. Because slow. last week you were like, should we play Soma? And I was like, I played like the first hour and a half, and like nothing really happens. You're just yeah. kind of like, oh, weird. So, but it's not like there's like things that pop out. Yeah, there's it's no, not like there's PT. No where like there's a chance that at any moment someone's gonna go ah yeah. you know and scare you, mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know those games are tough because I played through Layers of Fear which is a early access game that is fantastic like scary House of Horror kind of thing yeah but even that nothing happens really like mm -hmm. when you think about yeah, it it's the, it's the fear of something potentially happening but oh, like nothing really left. happens go around to the left I'm working on it. Um, uh, so that's I think that's the problem with those games. What about Undertale? What's that? Undertale's weird. Um, it's it's kind of a JRPG, but the writing's very strange. And um, I guess the gimmick to it is you can play the entire game without killing anything, even though you get in traditional JRPG fights. Uh, you have to use the menu system to like interact with the monsters and basically convince them to not fight you, and then the combat just ends. It's very bizarre uh, because. <laughs> each monster has it's a dialogue a, tree. Yeah, essentially, yeah, but each monster has its own little interaction and you know, figuring all those out for the first time is pretty genuinely fun even though it is kind of just choose your own adventure style. Yeah. But it gets it gets pretty unnerving. Like it's it starts off as like I mean, it's got that, you know, shitty retro indie pixel art bullshit style. You bet. But uh it sets Love up that. some cool stuff. Like it uh it sets itself up as like a very childlike carefree adventure and then it gets pretty dark pretty quick. Um just it's kind of like the idea of how do you how do you maintain being a good person when no one else cares about the rules that you're self-imposing on yourself? Like it's always you... weird when I hear people describe these sorts of games, and I, I paint something way different in my yeah. head, and then you see and then it's it's just, just some guy thumbing through text. It just <laughs> yeah, it just looks like limbo. <laughs> they all, they all like look limbo. like limbo. <laughs> this game looks like limbo. Bruce's theory about indie games. They do. Well, that's, here's the thing: they drop you into a world that's unique. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, look, look kind of like a Disney thing. All right, neat. And then they also <laughs> don't tell you how to play. So they're like, oh, well, you gotta figure out what to do, so start hitting stuff. Uh, who, who is this <laughs> oil baron making you play indie games? <laughs> I did with suspenders like, wearing, like, old Not doctor. Not all the dried up. I decided to get into indie games. <laughs> Turns out it's easy as shit. <laughs> Maintain my fortune. Just make it a little pixelated and make it hard. People love it. Can't get enough of it. Look at this asshole playing my game. Like, People like chiptunes. I really like... <laughs> I really like the art style of Limbo a lot. Uh, I don't like the art style. <laughs> Wait, of which Limbo are you talking about? Well, every, there's like 30 Limbos. Every single. Yeah, game. they're all yeah Limbo I, Braid or. Like the, uh, I don't like the art style of this game because it looks like garbage. What? I think, oh, really? I think that most of it. I honestly think that most of it was drawn by a child. Uh, <laughs> that's the way I, I'm sorry, but also again, it's just like they put you in the game like. Now just uh, don't tell you what to do, but here's a bunch of sometimes, garbage words. So here's the thing. <laughs> sometimes I think that maybe well, generally it's like it's Adam, and this isn't anything against Adam, but Jeez. like Adam blitzes through menus and stuff. Oh, yeah. This one I haven't seen fucking anything about how to do whatever. No, there's the no way they, they don't tell you how to do. Well, the well, there's fact like that two Adam buttons. figured out how to do spells. Was That's the point of an indie game. Well, you don't. You're not supposed to know. The reason is because the instruction through gameplay is very short. You know? It's like a Super Mario. There's on, a little the mushroom you run into, and it makes you big, and they make you know the on, mushrooms are good power up because it's game design. On the flip side, I hate it when games disable functions in a game where they're like, 
Like, I know that if I hit A, I will vault over this thing. Whoa, whoa, slow down, Turbo. Oh, like, yeah. we need to teach you how to walk oh, first. Yeah. Like, God damn it. Right, sure. I, I forget which game did it, but, like, someone did something where, like... You could go back. All, all it said was, um... It was something like, a, I have played a game before. I can skip this. And they're like, cool, okay. Yeah, no, it's a fine it. line. I mean, like... Uh, but, I don't know. And, and, by the way, I know what those words mean. I know this North Norse mythology. I actually know, you know, a little bit of a, about know, this. I know what those words mean. Well, the, the thing is, that, no, I'm, like, what I'm trying to say is that, like... I'm not stupid. I just don't like that they're they think that they're throwing big words at me, so that it's a good video game. Huh. Like I, that's not to me. That's not at all what it is. And this, uh, this was someone's dream, and the, you're shitting all over I'm it. Not sh look, I don't think that this is someone's dream. This guy I spent think this is 35 years on this game. You guys know I had a dream last night that I peed my pants, <laughs> nice. and then I woke up and like, oh god, god, god. Thank that's God, close. I've done that before. I'm not um, a serial killer. No, I think that, that I actually did pee in Bruce's. I, I had a dream that a friend of mine won an Oscar, but it was in the future, and Oscars were like these giant head statues, and it was really creepy. Are we really talking about our dreams now? Huh? This is what the podcast well, is. I was oh, trying sorry. to say. I, I just want to know what it means. I don't think this is somebody's dream. I think this is somebody's stepping stone to a dream. Ooh. So I think that this is actually like something along yeah. the way. I don't think some dude mm -hmm. has been thinking about this for 15 years. Sat down and was like, I'm gonna write something about Norse mythology where you run around trees and hit dandelions. Like, I don't think that was his dream. No, it was five developers all in a room and they said, all right, on the three, we're all gonna say what we like. One, <laughs> two, three. Norse mythology! One guardian! <laughs> ride the squirrel back. All right, let's do it. I bet it's gonna be cute. Ride the squirrel. I wanted to ride, How the, do squirrel. You ride the squirrel. Wait, wait there. It said you can go back somehow. Okay. So, no, so, no, not happening. Yeah, I, I, this game. I'm, I'm done with this game personally. Like, but, I'm not saying geez, it's a bad game. I think the animations are cool. When he was fighting that boss earlier, that was cool. That was cool. It was really kind of like a throwback to Don Bluth style yeah. animation, which was cool. Yeah. But obviously, they saved their. Those are their big things because the rest of it is like really, really far away. Yeah. And it's just kind of repeated but scenery. I understand that they're li uh, limited by budget, and yep. there's lots of important things there yeah. that I totally get. But they're not limited by their dreams. But. They absolutely are limited by the, their dreams. The, the problem is the perception that indie games are unique. Right. When ah. in fact, they are not. No, yes. Not. They are just genre, they, just like every other They game. are just elements, and the more you see of them, the more they are just a pattern repeating. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, that's, that's true, but I think the same could be said of indie music or indie film. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree absolutely. 100%. Yeah. But I also think if you're going to find any fresh idea, it's typically going to be where the monetary risk is minimal. Which is usually in lo-fi things like this. So, new new gameplay mechanics and new gameplay ideas typically come from indie, but the counterpart of it is there's a lot of lot of things that yes. fail. Art through adversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying to think of the big game types. Like, would you at the time would you have classified Katamari Damacy as an indie game? I don't think so. No. I, just, I don't know. It, I, and like I'm not, ball I'm not, rolling, that's a I'm not saying game. down with indie. No, no, no. I'm just saying there's like some people that like think it's this. Oh this, yeah. Like yeah. pure well, like. It's this place where we can finally, oh, gaming at its purest. It's like, no, it's the same thing, man. Well, I mean, and, and the analog there is pretty ironclad. The, the people who are into indie film and indie music think that they are on the cutting edge. Yeah, like, sure. we are the ones who are informing the future of this medium. And we are every bit as important as the people actually making this stuff, because they're the ones providing commentary. No, because they actually made it. You just enjoyed nope. it. No, uh, I wrote a book. So, e book. Because I read a book, it makes me as Watch smart as the first. person who wrote it. Ooh, that was close. I don't know. I, I hate that attitude. It's like, you just sat there and consumed it. That doesn't make you a better person. Oh, better. No, better yet. You consumed it and found it lacking. So here are all the ways in which it failed. That's and great. maybe try better next time. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I know we get critical of stuff all the time, but like, I always try to keep in mind, like, I haven't made anything. I've never made anything half as good as a bad movie. 
Like, what, what about what are you last week's open house? Yeah, hold on, hold on a second. What? Yeah. No, I'm saying like you like, made like, an entire yeah. body of content. Yeah. What? Why? Well, I'm not going to compare that to a film or a book. I think uh, you probably should. I think there's no, certain com- films I'll, you could compare it yeah, to. I, I actually, the yeah. reason I say you, th- I think you probably should, is because you put at least that much time into I, it. I wouldn't. Well, yeah, but 20 minutes at a time. So, so movie. Uh, what was the what's the time machine movie? Uh, the time the, machine. Oh, Primer? Primer, yeah. yeah. Primer was filmed 20 minutes at a time. But, but, I mean, yeah. Boyhood. Boyhood was shot two yeah. hours every 12 sure. years. Sure, and if I ever accomplish anything close to those movies where... Adam, can you go back to the hub through the pause menu or something? You're killing me here. I, believe me, I hate Return this. Return to Gagoonagop! It said it right there! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gingun Gagap. No, yeah. you got her. I think yeah. you're. I think you're downplaying your accomplishments. Well, that's Adam, though. Well, no, of course it is. <laughs> okay, but, I, but we have to make sure that we tell him that. I, it, I would. I would compare. I would only compare our online content to those who have made other online content. That's it. I. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think we're in the same league as Crowland. The the upcoming film The Martian or something like that. Of course not. I would not lit up. You can't go there. Obviously not. I mean, The Martian is a two hundred million dollar budget. Go to the Crowland. And thousands of people worked on it. He's not going. I like it's totally different. Here, play the fucking game. (laughs) You're trying to have a conversation. Yeah, there you go. You figured it out. Good for you. You Used your fucking Estes flask. And strong attack. There we go. Either Um, way, I'm gonna go make the next primer. Yeah, I mean, like to be honest with you, if you wanted to, you could. No, you worked on a fucking documentary. Like, like, yeah, you know, like that's something that you. I mean, honestly, you did. No, no, I know. Those are things you did. I know, and I wish I had done better. Um, (laughs) When Adam ultimately never wins an Academy Award, we'll have to stand there and convince him. Be like, no, no, you did it. Oh wait, ultimately never wins. No, he's not gonna get one. I, I have a whole diatribe doing the Academy Awards, but oh, let's get into it. Really? Yeah. There, there, you have, it's you, the you biggest dick-sucking into... campaign you have to do, yeah. and for whatever reason, this always comes up. People f- like have pulled the curtain back and have figured it out, where they're like, "Oh wait, you have to go through all these weird steps to get your film nominated." Like you know the whole story, right? Yeah. Like, no, in, but, but tell us, please. Just real quick overview. So, like, this story I believe came from Kevin Smith when he was talking about Red State because he felt that his main actor deserved an Academy Award and he was telling the story about like you have to go to this one dude's house and you have to pay this amount of money like you need like at the bare bones $50,000 to go to this party just to even be considered to be nominated for an Academy Award so there's already a very small group of people and that's why it's always the same sorts of films that are always kind of getting selected and that right there I'm like well the the award show is already skewed like there's no point and if you've ever has anyone here ever judged Anything like a yes. like a movie like a people. film festival or anything like that? What's yeah. that? He said people. Oh, <laughs> um, if I I haven't done it personally, but I have talked to people where they say like by the fourth movie they're just tuned out. Like no one is like watching an entire body of work. There's no actual way of like accurately giving out an award. So in a weird way, awards are kind of just silly. Well, they're all subjective. Yeah, we, I, we already knew that. I don't know. So it, it's this weird thing that people get like really get a weird heart on for the Oscars when it's like, it's all just kind of bullshit. Like, I don't know, it doesn't matter. The BAFTA sounds uh, prestigious, so I just kind of go, yeah, you got a BAFTA and a weird face. <laughs> cool. No, but you're right. Like, they're all, it's, it's all subjective and it's all like a, something that, you know, other people decide, other imper- imperfect humans. So my, my goal is not to win an Academy Award or any award you ever. No, and I, I streamy. I, look, James, Ooh, streamy, yeah. James, I've made my piece. I know. No, we'll never win a streamy because, yeah, I mean, for other reasons. But um, not gay enough. Ooh, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm right here, man. <laughs> Jeez. Go on. Uh, I don't know. I this this is where it gets super cheesy and dorky. I'm just happy to make something that people enjoy. Yeah. 
Oh. Exactly. Yeah, so you can be proud of that. Is what I am. Saying. I'm very proud that's of that. Yeah. Be so, proud of it. Like, be just proud, be of, proud it. of it. Sure. Be proud. Why aren't you proud? I'm loud and proud. Be proud, man. Lawrence wants me to be proud. He says I'm more proud. I'll win a streaming. That's true. Go touch that thing. Okay. No, that's, no, that's going to rise you up. Yeah. Oh. The whole idea, the gimmick of See, this I, level is I you can only things. slide down. Okay. So I you're saw... trying to get to certain things by only sliding but down. But why would you need to hit that thing to go up? Because, because you need to get back to the hub world or whatever. If you, if you go too gob. far, then you're, 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 you're probably need to go back up the Horrible other gap. Like, you probably should have turned off there. Man. Oh, oh. You're so cool. Ooh. It's a snow. All right, well, the podcast is over. Is it? Thank you for listening. ranted about the Oscars. Hair surfing. Wow. Uh, it's not hair. I think these are branches. The roots and oh. they look like hair. It's Which both. Which is the hair of it's a north. tree? Where yeah. in North uh, Smite mythology? You're does probably this fit? on the tree. Yggdrasil. You are. It said yeah. that. All right. Uh, do we need Gosh. to promote our new shirt or anything? Oh yeah, Good. we got a new shirt. It looks like Pornhub. Yep, go buy it. It says Funhouse on it, but it looks like the Pornhub logo. Get it? It's on uh, store.roosterteeth.com. So if, if you want to support us, you can wear a shirt that says Sex Wing that you probably can't wear anywhere. Yeah. Or you can wear a shirt that looks like the Pornhub logo. That you which can't you wear anywhere. I know we say we cater to an older audience, but... Whoa! There's a fucking dragon biting roots. He's biting it's the roots of Bahamut! All right, let's go. Really, Bruce? You hate this? I don't hate it. I just think it's not anything unique at all. It was someone's dream. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Why do you hate dreams? <laughs> all right, we can stop. What's this game called again? For Torb? Jotun. Oh. Thanks for listening, guys. Jotun. I, I like this game. Look at it. Pretty. Yeah, it is pretty. I think it looks it's very funny, pretty. But I, I kind of agree with Bruce that if I'm not gonna be like, oh, what a beautiful, unique slow thing. It's like, Found the roots of Victor's rune. A light attack, and then you walk around. I know. It looks like limbo. I get it. It doesn't mean it isn't fun. It just doesn't mean that I'm gonna get it.